Finish it! Deliver us! Finish it! From evil! Thank you. Very good. Hey, Hunter. What's up, Nick? You're a podcaster, right? Yeah. You know, I'm something of a podcaster myself. I'm Nick. <laughs> I'm Hunter. <laughs> and this is NYC Actors Talk Film. Uh, live. We're here. Yeah. Together. At for last. The, for the first time. We're here. This is so weird. We're doing it in the same room. Let's go. Yeah. And we have Bailey with us. Hello. Let's go. It feels very good to not only be back for another episode, but also to be in person with you too. Exactly. I can yeah. see your beautiful eyes. Oh, thank you. Honor, I can see your... And anyway, you know what? yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, feels good. Feels good. Different vibes here. Yeah, I like it. It's it feels good. off, but also so right. It's like Green Goblin without the hoverboard, but the hoverboard with the hobgoblin and the Green Goblin. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, welcome to our new mini series, um, NYC Actors Talk. Spider-Man! Where we talk, you guessed it, Spider-Man. So we're gonna talk about all the Spider-Man movies, all the major theatrical releases. So we're gonna talk the Raimi films with Tobey Maguire, we're gonna talk the Andrew Garfield movies, we're gonna talk the Tom Holland movies, and we're gonna talk about Into the Spider-Verse, we're gonna talk about them all. Feels good. In preparation for No Way Home. I don't know why I said it like that. I have a genuine question. Yeah. Do we ever think Spider-Man will just stay at home after all of the crazy adventures that he's been on? The next one should be called Spider-Man Go Home. Go Home, Spider-Man. No, Spider-Man should team up with E.T. Where it's like, Spider-Man, far from home, phone home. I don't think... Or maybe E.T. sings with him. Maybe they rave. Like, Ooh, yeah. Like, Ooh. Like, uh, like Venom does. Spoilers, yeah. Venom spoilers. too, he goes to that rave. Ladies and gentlemen, spoilers if you have not seen Venom, let there be carnage. That's right. But, but is there really any spoilers? I, yeah, many. For that movie. Uh, Especially <laughs> the end credit scene. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we, we won't say we anything won't about that. Here, but there so. is a scene in the movie where Venom goes to a rave, I think in Louisiana. I think in New Orleans, maybe. And it's just, it's a good time. And I think if he took Tom Holland's Spider-Man with him, they could just dance together and party. Yeah. It's, and it's, I, and I, lo I love that rave scene because it makes so much sense how like his, uh, his worst thing, his kryptonite, some would say, is sound. And so I think a rave really makes sense for him to go to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is it's gay as hell and I love it. <laughs> uh, but no Venom today. Yeah. Get out of here, Venom. Uh, Venom later. Later. Oh, just a little bit later. Just a little bit. It's a little sneak peek. <laughs> but today we're talking about the very first Spider-Man yes. movie ever. Sam Raimi's 2002 Spider-Man. Good old Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm sorry. We're... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having too much fun. Spider-Man. You're like again, the goblin. A, You're having too much, much fun. I mean, I've actually, I've actually been working on my impression of the Green <laughs> Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the we same are all, Do you know? We're all the <laughs> goblin, baby. <laughs> See? It's, Look, all I'm saying is, here's the real truth. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I feel that 
holds him back. And nothing against him, but I think the costume design. Yeah, we'll we'll get into the costume. But what's first, wrong with the costume? Wait, what's no, wrong no, with we'll the get, costume? Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. Well, well, I can answer Hunter's we'll get question. Into it. No, what's no, no, wrong we'll, we'll with get the costume? But first, before Quite we even rest. do that, overall thoughts, guys. So this came out in 2002, right? Yes. Um, this is, once again, a huge movie for the time because it was the first spider-man movie just like batman 89 it was like we've never seen this before yes mm-hmm. so this was huge and like you know just a little bit of a backstory if you want guys want to chime into with with uh what i'm gonna say but um you know marvel was bankrupt at the time so they sold the rights to a bunch of studios uh the, the rights to spider-man so like canon films then it moved to like 20 21st century films to like mgm and then after a lawsuit finally uh marvel made a deal with sony so and here we are with this movie this is a Sony movie. Uh, and a bunch of directors were going to direct this movie because, once again, Spider-Man movie, no one's done it before. You know, who do we get? And so, like, there was a bunch of people they uh, that Sony wanted to get for this movie, including James Cameron. How do we feel about that? Hunter, how do you feel? Because I have my thoughts. I think that would have been fine. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? I think I literally, like, that's it. I think that would have been like, oh, that's a fine movie. He was a popular, or not even was a popular, he probably was at his apex in the 90s with Titanic, and then little did we know that he would be making the highest grossing movie of all time. One of them with Avatar, mm-hmm. which when is that sequel coming out? He's been talking about it yeah, for- Yeah, I think in the next uh, five, 10 years. 50 years. Hey, but greatness with, takes time, boys. I get That yeah, is true. It, it, it's taken a lot of time. Visually, it is a <laughs> marvelous looking film. But with James Cameron potentially being in the running, I get it, but I feel like he wouldn't have been the best choice. That's just me. I think I agree. I mean, as much as I like James Cameron's movies, I think, as we'll get into, I think Sam Raimi was the right choice. So a couple Mm -hmm. of other directors that they had in mind. Uh, So Columbia considered uh, Roland Emmerich, Chris Columbus. That's right. Okay. Founded America, uh, or really <laughs> raped and pillaged people. Is he uh, still? But anyway, I think it's a different. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're sorry. Yeah, I think it's Home Alone. Chris oh, excuse Columbus. me. Yeah, excuse me. Director of Home Alone. Director of uh, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire herself. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. I was about Spider-Man, to say Spider-Man, dear. Oh, honey, you're home. Oh, dear, yes, I've come back into the studio. I love the atmosphere that we've got going on in here. There's a nice little Spider-Man poster. Oh, how lovely. And if you can't see it, dearie, because you're listening to us, uh, watch the video version. So wait, Because <laughs> now we're, we're doing videos like this. Yeah, but how do you feel about Chris Columbus doing it? Chris Columbus. Yeah, the man who founded America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, that was my question I was going to ask before. He's still alive? I don't know how, unless he took the... Super soldier serum, goblin serum, yeah, goblins, whatever go. it is, or the symbiote. Maybe he bonded with. Mm. You know that early... makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think Venom in real life, Chris Columbus would get along oh, very. I well. I think that yeah, that would be a very interesting combo. But Chris Columbus, visually the director that we're talking about here again, yeah. did the Harry Potter, like some of the Harry Potter movies, yeah, the first, two. The first mm-hmm. two, and he just has such a good style. Like he he understands. Like, like he understands the assignment where if he's going into a project like Harry Potter, or if he was given the opportunity to direct a Spider-Man movie, he would just know what to do. Mm-hmm. Again, we, again, obviously we don't know because he didn't direct these movies. Sam Raimi did. But I think Chris Columbus is a solid second choice. And plus he he's worked with Sony before, right? Right. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, like, a, he does whimsy well, so I think he, he could have done a pretty good Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah agreed. Um, David Fincher. <laughs> so, like, the total, that's a, the total opposite. That's a completely different movie right there. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, there was a bunch of other. Uh, Tony Scott. Uh, I thought we were going to um, say Tony Stark for a second. Tony say Robert Downey Jr.? Tony, Tony Stank himself. He's back? Uh, <laughs> Ang Lee. M. Night Shyamalan. Okay. I'm down. I'm, I'm not. Down. I'm down for I'm an not. Oh, not. whoa. It'll be like Unbreakable. Hot takes right here's, here. Here's Spider Man's weakness is water. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Which in the video games, <laughs> which uh, in the video games, actually it is. You can't go into water. Anyway. But Nick, who were some of the other directors that oh, were yeah, on the uh, list? Tim Burton. Oh, down. He okay. already did Batman, though. I would be very, I, knowing Tim Burton. There's definitely I would I'm calling it now even though this didn't happen but let's say there's an alternate universe oh. multiverse, multiverse where this could have happened where Tim Burton also wasn't he wait do the meme where, I mean obviously if you're on the we're podcast doing the you cannot meme. see this but we are all pointing at each other in different ways you can I'm even, you I'm can even pointing this. at the microphone yeah because yeah, you knows? can only see this in the video version and if you're not seeing this and again, go over to the video version we're having a silly goose and time if, over yeah, here. and it's again fun. and if you're only watching the video version you could also listen to this too if you just want to listen yeah if you just want to like whatever cozy up in bed or whatever just like imagine we're pointing at you the, the audience viewers. you and now we're actually doing it but right. with tim burton you know he was gonna do a scene where you see this cool visual of Spider-Man with other spiders crawling next to him. Oh, there would Honestly, have been so similar... much spider imagery. Obviously, Sam Raimi got the gig. Good mm. for him. Because uh, I, I think, as we'll get into with our thoughts very soon, um, I thought he was a perfect choice for it. Yes. So overall thoughts on the movie. You rewatched it recently. Yes. Uh, we did as well. So rewatching it again, because uh, what are your thoughts? It still holds up for... Again, it came out 2001, right? Uh, 2002. 2002, thank you. Uh, 2002, a movie of that caliber. Uh, uh, well, obviously, you have Christopher Reeve, Superman, which they do reference in the movie, yeah, which is funny. You're not, you're not Superman, you know. It's like, you're not Superman when anybody says it to him. And then when Peter Parker also, like when he's testing out the web shooter or not as web shooters but the organic webs which that's another choice yeah, i'll talk we'll about talk later about that, yeah. but with <laughs> hunter's, hunter's like hunter's what just, the uh, fuck are you talking about i was about? like what's wrong with that what's wrong with natural hey, webbing wrong with that? but with oh just wait hunter <laughs> your world hey, hey, will hey, be hey, spider man just what just what what's his name spider man it it still holds up a lot of the Visual effects, surprisingly, for 2002 are phenomenal. Honestly, better than some of the stuff that the MCU and DCEU have put out. Like, And also like other like comic book, like smaller indie comic shows and movies. But also just the performances, too. Just the nuances of Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, Willem Dafoe, James Franco. Like, it all, it still captivates me to this day. And especially, I mean, some of the stuff, again, it's a little awkward and a little like quirky and zany, like Nick was saying before, but that's what makes it charming. And that is the one thing that I will always say about Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. It is very charming to watch. Absolutely. Uh, Hunter, your thoughts. It's been a while since you've, you've watched this movie, Oh, right? I, I haven't seen this since I was a kid. 
And back so in was, my day. Back in my day. But yeah, no, and I was I was very nervous to watch it, I think. Because well, you were scared it wasn't going to be good oh, anymore? Oh, man, I was scared that it wasn't going to hold up. I was like, maybe it's just nostalgia. And maybe there's a little bit of that, but I, I loved it. Like, I thought it was so much fun. And especially when I, fir- I, I saw the runtime, right, as I was about to watch, I was like, two hours? <laughs> two hours? What the hell uh, happens? Uh, uh, comparatively movie? now, that's like nothing. Well, yeah, but like just three a, hours, like, by the way. Like a solid two hours. Now it's like almost three. I thought that all the performances, like Bailey, like you said, were top notch. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I didn't remember it being so dark. I don't mm-hmm. think like as a kid, I didn't pick up, uh, like you said, on all like the nuances and stuff like that. Like, and especially at the end, which we'll get to, I was like, damn, this is like, this is pretty heavy, which I, I really appreciated about this movie. Yeah, no, I, I, it's been a while since I've watched this one too, actually. I think maybe because like I, I was so preoccupied with the Spider-Man we have now um, that I was like, oh, that's definitely like the best one. But after going back to these movies or at least this movie um i haven't rewatched the other ones yet yeah i love it too i i i was like yeah like this is different from the mcu mm-hmm. no one not there's no like quips per se like not not they're not like quipping every five seconds you know mm-hmm. and it, it has this kind of like emotional sincerity that you kind of miss in some superhero movies like it like i don't know like like tommy mcguire as peter parker Especially as Peter Parker, like he's just sincere. He's just a, like a nice guy, and you know, like he's not Tony Stark. He's not, you know, all these other MCU characters. Like, there's like a vulnerability to him that you don't see a lot in superheroes anymore. So I, I, I love the performances. Uh, it's a romance. It's a romantic film, and I don't think we get that a lot in in not only MCU movies but just in superhero movies in general now. Like we're we're kind of taking the romance and and sex out of these movies now, and this one is like no, this is about the romance, and it's about his origin story too, how he becomes this prolific superhero. But it's really you know there's fights and goblin and everything, but really it's about like him making a choice at the end. You know, will I choose a selfish decision or will I do the right thing? And I think that's just like yeah. something we're missing now. It's just like simple, but like genuine. And if you, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel sad. It's dark. It's funny. It's kind of everything you want in a superhero movie. So I loved it. Yeah. And about the romance too, you're really rooting for them. I yes. feel like, like you're really rooting for Harry to get with Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you're me. really rooting for Harry Excuse me. to get Mary Jane, you know, because, uh, no. because as Harry says, like Peter, you didn't uh, make the first no. move, right? Oh. Peter and MJ will always be. Oh, I'm I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm just saying it Get again. Get the hell out of here! You're the only one. You are canceled, bro. Wait, you mean um, <laughs> you mean Harry's the back? What? Damn. Adding on to Nick's point. <laughs> Sorry, you're alone on that hill, buddy. <laughs> Hunter will die on that hill, which Hunter I respect. Harry I respect. Osborne, baby. We respect Let's Harry go. Osborne. Uh, we stand, uh, uh, bro. Uh, uh, the, you're a stand, yeah, bro. I'm excited to see what happens with this character in the next uh, the next two. Don't hold your breath. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it, genuinely don't. I was talking to Hunter before. The whole movie, James Franco at Harry Osborne is having a bra moment the whole fucking movie. It's, all, it's not just Peter's story. You also get a decent amount with MJ mm-hmm. as well, which I really appreciate. Yeah, she's kind of the co-lead in this. And I don't know if that changes in two or three. I just don't remember. It's been a while, but like, 
I was like going into this movie thinking, oh, she's annoying, right? Like I like I remember like she's just the damsel in this distress and like it's not really all that deep. At least in nope. this movie, I don't know about the other ones, I forget, but like she's like just as important as Peter. Because she's the girl next door. L- I mean, literally, she lives right next door to him and they talk in the movie about how, oh, when I was young or growing up, I remember like you did this or your dad would yell at you and you just see, again, it's this nice, tender moment. Like one, Again, there are many throughout the whole trilogy in, in this movie too. Take a moment and breathe and just see these characters just chilling out, just seeing them like build off of each other and their relationships. That's why one moment I'm thinking of in recent memory is in Avengers Endgame. After the snap happens, or the blip, whatever the, the second one, the snap, they, they're the, confusing me. The, but the snap, the bend and snap, mm-hmm. copyright song. Snap. I don't know. Uh, I but, think that's is <laughs> that can, is that canon now? The bend and snap. Maybe Mean Girls MCU crossover. We don't know. Uh, that's Spider Man legally blonde, but it's oh, all right. Oh, don't. It's Do okay, Bailey. Look, not, you're wrong. I would like to apologize I, to the viewers, and I respect your decision to be wrong. Do not get in the way of Nick and his Mean Girls and Legally Blonde. You cannot. That is my fault. I'm gonna confuse the two. I'm gonna bend and snap you out of here. Okay. Anyway, Goblin. Ooh, watch out! But, Hunter's oh, gonna snap. I got your back, Nick. Oh, he's got uh, the stones. He's I got was, the stones. I was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> I was gonna say Legally Blonde. Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark crossover. That's what I meant mm, to say. Mm, let's go. Mm, mm. Yeah. So I hope you can see it in your heart. That's right. to forgive me. I think Mary Jane's kind of the emotional anchor of this. In a oh, lot no, of she ways. is. She had like, and I, per- I personally think as much as I like the action in this and as much as I like the um, other moments uh, in the movie, I think the scenes with Tobey Maguire and, and Kirsten Dunst are probably the best scenes of the movie. And I, you can't say that once again about every superhero movie. Like I, as much as I love the MCU and I love uh captain america and peggy carter for example uh you know it's not that's not the focus as much as this is for Mm -hmm. example Mm -hmm. i mean i think that's maybe one of the better romances in the mcu but like you know like this one it feels like it's okay yeah it's a romance you know but it it feels like end of the world stakes you know because at the end of the day it's about like the interpersonal interpersonal relationships in the movie you know it's not about saving the world per se he does save the world, in a way. He saves saves oh, New York. He, he beats up a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> the Green Goblin? Are you talking about? Or yeah, he's about? a weirdo. No, Green <laughs> Goblin. Oh, he's back. Also, wait. Okay, I I have a question because I didn't um get this when I was a kid and I watched it. All right, Norman Osborn possessed, kind of. Well, it's kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Yes. Also, Hamlet too, or what's the pl- what's the sh- again? Forgive me. The Shakespeare play where the actor has a soliloquy with the skull is the that Ham- Ham- yeah Ham- Hamlet? Hamlet. So, Spider Ham. Mm. And I was sitting over on the bench anyway <laughs> with with great Ham. John's great responsibility. John Mulaney as Spider Ham in his own solo movie, I think, is what the fans want. But um. <laughs> To answer your question, Hunter, I think Sam Raimi, because again, it was such a limited scale, because it was, again, one of the first big blockbuster, I'm putting in air yeah, quotes. It was like Chris Reeve Superman, uh, Mike Keen Batman, X-Men, and then this. It was the next step in like these comic book movies. Because this is like kind of the, uh, someone said this online, it's like the roadmap, or it's like the yeah. blueprint for all these movies now. 
Because when you look at that scene that you were just referencing with Willem Dafoe where he's talking to himself, but then you see a different version of him in the mirror where he says, oh, I'm not sure if I can do that. And then, yes, like, we must be able to kill this. And then you just see him morph. And then you also see like the goblin helmet on the side of his chair. Mm-hmm. I think what, again, what I imagine Raimi was trying to do is play off of that Shakespearean, oh, this villain, he, again, Norman Osborn isn't necessarily the worst person, but he has this. Well, he's torn. Go- like he's torn. And, and he has so this like, goblin in him. Even though like for, uh, in many ways, you know, he's just like an irredeemable, like terrible, you know, guy. And he's like the ultimate villain in that way. Uh, kind of, you know, he's Spider-Man's Joker. Uh, but yeah. but there is that shade of like, is he doing this like on his own accord? You well, know, and I think that's an interesting like, once again, an interesting like side to it where you have to at least question a little bit like, oh, is this Norman or is this Gabby? Well, yeah. Well, even at the end, like, is this him? And then, you know what I mean? It's like, wh- which or, one? Or, or, or is it the goblin playing up like we don't know oh i'm your dad peter i'm basically your dad come on be like a son to me well exactly come on come on well yeah and then i mean we all know what happens at the end and then that happens and then his last lines which i really loved um were like peter don't tell harry yeah don't tell which was like oh that that made me tear up but that moment of oh yeah, and the glider stabs him I in the groin. I laughed out loud when that happened. That's I, why I, I don't remember a lot about that movie, but I do remember the oh, you know, there's like two sides to him. You know, he's just like, yeah, just like irredeemable bad guy and and like a struggling businessman. Do you know how much I sacrificed. Sorry, you really, me you really went in. I loved it. Nick I gotta get the, I, the goblins coming out. The goblin <laughs> has already me. come out of the but both also of us. don't help me. <laughs> Let me be <laughs> So did you know that this movie had a trailer that had the World Trade Center in it? Yes, yes. So uh, it was a trailer that came out um, obviously before 9-11. And uh, basically the trailer was about like just these two criminals on helicopters. And uh, Spider-Man like puts a, a big web in between the two towers and, uh, and and captures them that way. That's how he captures the, oh, the, the bad guys. And they, re- they released that and it was a huge trailer and they had a poster with the two towers and everything. And then 9-11 happened and they had to, they had to you know, cut the trailer and, and they had to stop uh, uh, releasing those posters. And so I, I think if you, some people sell those posters now for like a lot of money. Oh, I can imagine them at comic-con going for thousands it feels personal in camera and and that's why i think these movies work because even though some of the cgi is pretty dated now that parade scene you know those parade floats they look kind of rubbery now but uh you know besides that like it 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 still looks good because a lot of it still is in camera and it's in costumes and Mm -hmm. the costumes aren't painted over with cgi and you know like it all feels like a a filmmaking and feels like a director's vision yeah, even the parade scene though, like honestly, like I I, I did notice that, but of course I was did. I was like not enough to be like, oh, that's bad. Like that's aged. There's you know I mean? there's I hear you. there's one shot where Goblin gets torpedoed through one of the floats where that's it looks very rubbery and mm. I could tell they were trying to hide some of the visual effects. Also, in that uh parade scene, bro, don't people turn into skeletons yep. and then just go Hell yeah, Burr. dude. And I was like, "Out <laughs> am I?" I and then like, he just turns them all into skeletons. Bro, I was like, 
this is a different movie, <laughs> but I'm, also I like it. I lo- it's like <laughs> keep Evil it Dead. in. It's like yes. it's like totally Evil Dead. It's campy. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's a little scary. I love it. Yeah. Um, well, even um, uh, you mentioned when, or it was your, literally uh, your monologue that you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, that part's scary too. When uh, Goblin is like, "Say it, say it, finish it." And yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh shit, like, bro, God ain't here right now. Yeah, biggest success. <laughs> Of Willem Dafoe's performance, I think, is like you're laughing, but you're also like scared. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, like once again, you don't get a lot of superhero bad guys like that anymore, which is why I think he's one of my favorite uh, superhero bad guys of all time. Like it, if you think about his plan, like logically it makes no sense. Like he he's like, hey, Spidey, you want to be friends? Let's join forces. Nah, just kidding. I hate you. I know, no, no, come here. Nah. I'm gonna kill you like it makes like it's all over the place but in a way that that's kind of the yeah. point because he's so sporadic because he's insane but like you know like any other movie you'd be like oh the plan doesn't make any sense blah 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 all that you really need to know is like he wants to make spider-man miserable and and how is he gonna do that he's gonna terrorize aunt may he's gonna terrorize mary jane he's gonna like you know uh a time to make a decision and it's like mary jane or the innocent children you know like all these like mind games and like you have you have to choose selfish choice or like the selfless one many people or your girlfriend you know and, and i think that personal kind of connection he has with peter is why i love not only his performance and his character, but the interplay between Spider-Man and uh, Gobby so much. I think the the key to his success is that he's tortured, but also so gleeful. And yes. so like, like when he gets fired, for example, the subtle acting in his just eyes, like at first he's like, you can't do this to me. And then like it, it, it starts with like despair and then it ends with Okay, here we go. And it's like, whoa. That That's bring like the place great down. acting right there. I mean, just like to play those two sides so easily. Incredible. Well, let's get yeah. into the movie. Uh, uh, just, you know, the, the start of the movie. So, um, Tom Maguire Spider-Man. So, uh, big movie. Big opportunity for an actor, right? So they were they were choosing a, or or they were thinking of a lot of, na- of a lot of actors at the time. So, um, uh, for example, uh, we got Colin Farrell. Heath Ledger. No. Mm. Oh, sorry. I said no to no. Colin Farrell. Uh, uh, Heath Ledger. Interesting. Uh, no. Mm. <laughs> Ewan McGregor, Obi Wan Kenobi himself. Yes, I would. I would. Yeah. Hello there. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio also sounds that good. that I did hear about where I think they were because considering... James Cameron wanted to do and I think he wanted to cast him as Spider-Man. Yes. Oh, bro. I'm actually down for that movie. Let's go. Let's do it. Run it back. James, run it back. James, James could you um, could you stop doing Avatar movies? Do Spider-Man. Please. Movie. We just want to see an alternate universe where Leo is Spider-Man. I think Leo's a little old for it now. Well, but, now. Yeah. Eh. Well, now he's got now he can be Gobby. Or not even Goblin, but he could be. I think he could pull it off. He could similar. Oh, that dude could pull off anything. <laughs> That's say, true. Yep. That is very true. But say if it's similar to a movie <laughs> like. I gotta run like lions, tigers, and bears. <laughs> anyway, say it's like, <laughs> say it's like Spider Verse, and that he's an alternate version of Peter, something like that. That would oh, be yeah. interesting to see. Uh, and no way home cameo. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, Fred himself also down for. Uh, James Franco also down for he auditioned for the role That's it didn't so quite funny. work um, but that makes sense yeah He's better but, as a Harry but I, I also heard that uh, Raimi's wife said that like oh he'd and be a great uh, Harry Osborne yes and boom absolutely yeah um, Jude Law 
Oh, also I can see down that. Four. That guy can do anything. Scott Speedman. I don't know if you know who that is. Scott Speedman. That sounds familiar. You know, he, he would have been a good Flash. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, Wes Bentley. I don't know if you know him. Wes Bentley. Um, was he in a season of American Horror Story? Am I, I don't, that, am I getting that right? I don't know. I'm going to look that up while you guys... Uh, but yeah, Raimi wanted Tommy McGuire. Um, and so, you know, what I talked about before about like all these directors that want to do it. And so like the reason that they wanted Sam Raimi is because he actually was a fan of like the Spider-Man comics of, of old. And, you know, he was very passionate about like, yeah, I want to like really emulate like the 60s, 70s comics. And so, you know, the, after that, they're like, yeah, sold. You're going to do it. So when he wanted Tobey Maguire, um, he got his way because of some really convincing screen tests. And I showed you both the screen test. And yes, so for those who haven't seen it, um, it's very funny. You could look it up on YouTube or online somewhere, I'm sure. Where, yeah, it's it's basically the Mary Jane, like, be under attack sequence in the alleyway. Um, but it's not Kirsten Dunst. It's just like a random lady. And so, yeah, two people are, like, harassing her. And then Tobey Maguire comes in shirtless, not not in a Spidey outfit. He's just shirtless. And so and he's kicking ass and like Wilhelm screams galore. It's it's hilarious, but it's also like, hell yeah. Um, so the reason he uh, is shirtless um, and why it was a convincing screen test is because uh, they were showing he was showing Sony. I can get ripped. You know, I can look like a superhero. Okay, that makes sense. That's why he was shirtless to be like, hey, I could, you know, I could, I can look like a superhero. You know, How, what does a superhero look like? Doesn't have, does he have to be ripped? Nick, I don't, uh, I don't know. A superhero looks yoked. <laughs> what? He looks yoked? yoked. Isn't that an app? What does yoked? that mean, Hunter? You guys yoked? ever heard yoked? What no. the hell does that mean? Bro, Hunter? all right, Tobey Maguire's like shredded. All right, this is a, a yoked a rant or 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 uh, yeah, like Tobey right Maguire, like Chris Hemsworth is like. Yo, that bro's yoked. All right. Yoked? Um, I'm going to pretend you didn't. Because Nick that. showed me. That That's group. facts. <laughs> Nick showed me. That's this. facts, bro. That's yoked, facts. baby. Dude, he's yoked. Nick showed me the screen yoked, test. Like an egg. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Boom. Yoked. And Coming out of his shell. Yeah. And I, <laughs> Nick showed me the screen test. And the one question that kept on playing in the back of my head was, why is Tobey Maguire shirtless? But now it makes sense. And I'm watching the whole movie thinking, why isn't he shirtless the whole the time? The whole time. You know, the whole time. Uh, so, yeah, he, he was on intense diet and exercise regimen for like five months. So he was ready to go. Uh, so before we even go, get into the story, like this movie did huge, obviously. Like it, I, at the time, it was the biggest opening weekend for any movie. It made $114.8 mm. which was unheard of at the time. Now that's like chum change. Now it's like only one million, not a billion dollars. Wait, yeah. 114 in its opening weekend? Opening or? weekend. Okay. Uh, which no movie did before. And, and you know, genuine blockbuster. Uh, and uh, we were talking before about like post 9-11 stuff. Not only the poster, but they added some other stuff. Like this, the New Yorker scene, you mess with us or you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Again, another one of that my favorite That was added scenes. post 9-11. Uh, just to really, you know, hone in on like, yeah, like, you know, the really patriotic scene, you know, like, you know, people, people, not just the superheroes, but like people like coming together to help Spider-Man. And I thought that's 
It, it's an iconic moment for a reason. Or more importantly, New Yorkers coming together to help out Spider-Man. Exactly. New Yorkers, mm. you know, uh, after everything, they're, you know, they're uniting together. Like that scene where the it's like a montage where all the New Yorkers are talking about Spider-Man, like eight legs, that's kind of hot. Uh, those are real people. Like the, those aren't actors. Those are like people they actually like found on the street. It, it was, I think I think the lady was a producer of the movie, but I think like the other people talking about the, Spider-Man are uh, like gen- actual real New Yorkers. Also, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong too, but like with the newer superhero movies, like I don't remember any time that like a superhero saves like an individual person. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's, right, it's, yeah. so, it's so high stakes and it's just the world, save the world. You know what I mean? And it feels just very like distant. Yeah, Whereas like this is like, oh, he's, sa- he's saving that guy. He's saving people. You know yeah, what I mean? Like Spider-Man's on the ground level. Like mm-hmm. he's not up in the stars like the Avengers are. Like he's on the streets helping people out. And I think that's what we're missing in some movies. And and I think that's why we love Spider-Man so much because he's like grounded. Fantastical though. Like New York is larger Hashtag than life. Hashtag relatable. Hashtag relatable. Um, it, you know, but New York is larger than life too. It's like, it feels real, but it's also, I, that's the whole movie though for me. That's why I love it so much is like, it feels larger than life, but it also feels so personal and, and real. We start the movie uh, with a monologue. You, you wanna know me? You really wanna know? And then uh, it's pizza we, time. What? It's pizza time. It's Peter time. It's not p- pizza time yet. That's the next movie. Oh, um, it's Peter time. I wish you said it. It's Peter time right now. So you know he's chasing the bus. He's a he's a loser, quote unquote. Really, he's a nice guy, but the Love world that sequence too. He's a freaking loser. Damn. Let's okay. Say okay. Hey, Hunter, you're not. Hey. Don't be a bully. What are you, a Joe <laughs> you Mangelato, yeah. whatever his name is? Honestly, are I was you, on his side the whole time. Are you Joe Manganiello with a very interesting looking haircut in 2002, where he's a 35 year old playing a 18 year old bully? Yeah. Because I think that's the vibe that you're getting. Yeah, he's got those frosted tips. It's oh, his first God. movie, bro. I was on his side. The 2000s. What a time. <laughs> anyway. Um, so you know, like uh, the world is a cynical place, and he's a guy in this kind of world and he's, you know, he's not compromised per se, but we'll get into like why he's kind of selfish too. And that's why I like Tobey Maguire's kind of uh, interpretation of the character, but also, yeah. So like we, we get these scenes and really genuine stuff, you know, we, 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 we set up like, yeah, he's in love with MJ, you know, that, and it starts with like, I love this girl, you know, once again, reinforcing like the romance side of things. And yeah, so yeah, we get the bus scene. They get they go to the science. Uh, well, they go to Oscorp, right? That's where. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, yeah, the, the spiders. <laughs> the the uh, the teacher <laughs> looks like just as old as them. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, is this Makes like the the no student? Sen- He's reprimanding them. Hey, please don't touch that. And I looked at the screen. I said, you're literally the same age as these other thirty five year old actors. Whispers, slay me. I kid you not. <laughs> yeah, why, why couldn't they just get the Joe Mangiello guy to play the like swap it or or do something? That's true because he mean? looks or, so much older than the rest yeah. of them. Yeah, you get Stanley as the teacher as the cameo. See, that's, Excuse me, kids, look over there. <laughs> it's a spider. Oh uh, yeah, he gets bit by the spider, and we get these these cute moments where like you can tell MJ kind of likes Peter already, but because and we'll get into it later, like you know the kind of back and forth like. No, I like you, but like, I know I should be this cool girl, right? Like, that's what everyone expects me to be. Um, And so, like, I think Kirsten Dunst plays that, like, both of those sides, like, really well. Where, like, cool girl, and then it's, like, emotionally sincere person. Like, the real MJ and the fake MJ. And I think that's really 
really poignant, especially in in scenes like that between Tobey Maguire and her. And so, like, yeah, he gets bitten by a spider. Uh, James Franco tries to make a move. And it doesn't and he work. utterly fails. For, for now. No, he doesn't. Wait, wait, wait. For now. Wait, wait, wait. For now. He's planting seeds. All right. Kirsten Dunst. Let's talk about her. Um, her performance. So she decided to audition for the, the role of MJ um, after learning, hey, Tom McGuire's in this movie. Um, and she was like, oh, okay. So this this could be like more of like an independent movie, you know, mm -hmm. like, okay, like that kind of feel, that kind of vibe. And I think that's true. It's kind of, it really yeah. does have kind of, yeah. once again, personal um, independent movie feel to it. Um, just with Gabby. A lot of people were considered for Mary Jane, as you probably know, Jennifer Jason Lee, Ali Sheedy, Jodie Foster. Elizabeth Banks no. also auditioned, right? Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. And, that's, and they were like, you're too old. What are you talking about? She looks the same. What? She, age. She, like, she looks exactly the same age. I mean, I think Kirsten Dunst was 19 when she filmed the movie. Um, but, but like Elizabeth Banks, I think, could have easily played MJ. Bro, she look and also she she looks the same now. She could play it now. Yeah, yeah. I swear. Oh, that's true. Uh, Jennifer Connelly, Winona Ryder, Christina Applegate, Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, um, a lot of people. In other words, Ooh. I could see Kate Hudson doing it. I'm yeah. sorry. But, yeah, but her and her and uh, Kirsten Dunst have a have a similar vibe. I I'm feel sorry, like. but yeah. Winona Ryder as Mary Jane. Well, she is strange and unusual, so I don't think it would work. But but still, <laughs> but still, because she 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 would look like Toby. She would look like Toby. She would look like Aunt May. She would look like Toby Maguire's mom. What Winona Ryder? Yeah, really? In two thousand two? Yeah. No. What are you talking about, baby? Or maybe I'm just thinking of her own Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, was yeah, much yeah. younger then. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. Anyway, I, I honestly, I think like um, because you said Tim, I just have one image. Of I was very confused because um, you said Tim Burton was. Uh, yeah. yeah, I could, I could see her in the yes. Tim Burton version. Yes, yes. Um, she would make a good Mary Jane in a Tim Burton yeah, yeah, Spider-Man yeah, yeah. movie, yeah, along yeah. with like um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Let me just list off uh, some of the people who were considered uh, for Gabby. So Nick Cage was considered for of the role. Course. Uh, John Malkovich, which I think that would have been good. He didn't want to do it though. He was like. I don't like those kind of movies. Yeah, I think he's still like that, right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. John Hopkins. Yeah. Nick Cage also in the Tim Burton version. And Nick uh, Cage. Been good. The Nick yes. Cage yeah. became yes. Ghost Rider, lest we forget. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> and we'll get to him soon. Mm. Oh my gosh. Uh, but uh, who else? Uh, we got, <laughs> if you can believe it, um, Mel Gibson. John Travolta. Wait for 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 Gobby. Gobby. No shot. Okay. John Travolta would have done it. Um, Brad uh, Dorf, uh, Chucky himself, which I think that would have been a good choice. Robert Maybe. De Niro. I don't think so. No. Are you kidding me? Uh, and Billy Crudup was really okay. close. Really close to getting it. He like dropped out. Um, and they were like, "Oh, you're too young." In other words, here's here's my thing. Now watching the morning show, one of my new. I mean, I watched the first he season. Could play it's him a favorite now. Show. Oh, he yeah. could play Green Goblin. Say if they did it for the MCU, I could totally see him being their Green Goblin, like Tom Holland's Green Goblin. But Billy Crudup has such a he has great range yeah. as an actor mm -hmm. that even back then, if it wasn't Willem Dafoe, I would have wanted it to have been him instead. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love that dude. He's one of my favorites. So yeah. Totally. But and 
Yeah, he could play him now, and I think it'd yeah. be a lot more convincing. In fact, like, how, yeah, Billy Crudup, I mean, he looked young. I mean, he still looks young, but, like, definitely back in 2002, he looked young. So, yeah, I get it. For sure. Um, oh, and, and so, yeah, we're, we're getting into the plot now. He's he's become Spider- Well, not, no, he hasn't become Spider-Man yet. That's at the end of the movie. But, you know, he has powers now. And so, like, you know, he's testing them out. He's like, oh, I'm sticky. Um, but I'm ripped. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a but, you know, so he's like, yeah, he's like fighting Joe Jello himself, man, Jello, <laughs> and um, and uh, he punches him. And there's a moment when he's taken aback, Mary Jane is taken aback. It's like, huh, should I have done that? And so, like, it, it's on the road to like selfishness that I think it's like, yeah, he was a loser at the beginning, and now that he has these powers, it's like. What do you do? And, then and I think that's the the whole thing with Spider-Man is that like, what do you do now with these powers? Do you do the right thing? Do you do the selfish thing? You know, and and I it's a hard kind of back and forth. Like, you know, he's torn, you know, as he should be as Spider-Man. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like uh, we, we, we get to like the scene with Uncle Ben, uh, you know, oh, I'll take you because they're concerned. Like, oh, like, you know, he's. He's acting a little strange lately. Like, let's talk to him. I'll, I'll talk to him, May. And so Uncle Ben, you know, does the the classic line, with great power comes great responsibility. And I I love Cliff Robertson in the in the in the role as Uncle Ben. He's like the perfect Uncle Ben. He has that old grandfatherly kind of quality to him. They and, both do, him and yeah, Aunt May. Yeah, yeah totally. And, yeah, Rosemary Harris is yes. amazing as Aunt May. Uh, once again, all these like casting choices like the pinnacle version of these characters in my mind i agree uh, for, for the most part i mean like you know uh, as, at least for for these type i of movies. will also i will i will die on this hill i know hunter was dying on the hill before that and now he's dead because well, i don't hunter, know where he is i think goblin took him the gob maybe. the gobby uh, took him with uncle ben and aunt may you want to make sure especially with uncle ben that you do that character right because he is what makes Peter Parker Spider-Man. Yeah. Ultimately. He's the reason. And and let's get into this now because uh, you know, we sure. we have this kind of conversation with Ben and Toby uh, and Peter Parker, like, stop acting like you're my father. Because he's still like so like He's bitter, he's upset. Yeah, he's upset and and he's like, you know, I I don't need help. You know, I I know what I'm doing. He doesn't. He's a kid, but like, you know, he he thinks Oh, it's fine. Whatever. I punched the bully. It's fine. He'll live. And so, you know, once again, we we get that kind of selfishness kind of creeping into his character and also his performance, which once again makes him feel more real to me. He's not just like a perfect guy. Like it's it's not completely, utterly easy for him to do the right thing, which I think is very human because just like all of us, we, you know, sometimes we struggle to do what's right because it's not easy. I agree. He's back. Come on in, Honor. Man, Don't be shy. The myth, the legend. But we, did Gabi take you? He took me. Where did Where did he take you? The bathroom. Oh. The bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to the bathroom. But with um, <laughs> Cliff Robertson and Rosemary Harris are just the perfect textbook definition of Anne May and Uncle Ben. I completely agree it's with him. It's just so emotionally yes. sincere. Even, it's just like it's just like they're even they're in, good people. Yes, you know, and and they just want to help mm-hmm. their son. There's, I mean, not tech. You know, not biologically their son, but that doesn't matter. 
it it's their son their i don't know their love almost like transfers like to you on screen and i think that's like that's rare which makes it even yes yes no hunter that's (laughs) you truly feel like you're in their home with them Mm -hmm. and like you could be a part of their family which makes it feels like home which Mm -hmm. makes it even where toby mcguire said spider-man stays home that's when he's spider-man Stay home. Stay home. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. But Tom Holland, please. But with that's why it makes it even worse when Peter's last conversation that he has Damn with it. Uncle Ben, he like, he's very bitter and angry. Where like Nick and was once saying, again that selfish side comes out where he's like, "Stop! I don't need help. Stop trying to be my father." And he leaves, and and like you know, obviously he comes in later to see him shot, but like. That's one of the last things he says to him. And so it's just like so devastating. And like, you know, I'm, he I'm really, tearing up right now. It hurts. And, and later on, obviously, he takes that in and he's like, what am I going to do with that now? Because then, you know, we kind of have a montage like, oh, I should get a car. That's how I'll win MJ. And, you know, it's a, once again, very flawed, you know, kind of thinking. But like, once again, he's a little selfish. And that's why I mm-hmm. like Tobey Maguire's take is not, once again, I was saying this before, but like, he's not perfect. He's not a completely nice guy. He's a nice guy, but like, he'll sometimes struggle with like, what's do, what's easy and what's right. Yes. Yeah. Um. Something that like, while watching the movie, I was like, I could totally see him being a bad, you know what I mean? Being a bad guy. Like, especially when Goblin is like, all right, like join me or like you uh, have your answer in by like tomorrow or something like that. You know what I mean? Well, and I'm like, oh shoot, dude, he could totally, I could totally see him doing this, you know? Well, then Goblin also adding on to that, Goblin also says these people, like, they'll chew you up. They'll like, eat you out. They don't care about Ew, that people. That sounds disgusting. Well, that's what he says. In I the know. Movie. <laughs> Bill, you out. It just sounds well gross. out of context. It sounds that's weird. disgusting, Bailey. But in the co- <laughs> anyway, they'll eat you out, Spider Man. I think two bully Maguires are sitting here next to me, <laughs> and I'm being ridiculed for I like that. speaking. Goblin also says these people that like, they don't care about you. They right. just see you again as this outcast. And then, and then like, I think he even says like a leper or no, well, no. Oh my God. Now I'm combining dark Knight. Oh my God. Sorry. Jesus Christ. But with, cause it's, it's a he's, similar, he's, he's out of control. It's in, it's Somebody in has to stop a him. similar light where goblin says, these people don't care about you. They see you as this outcast. They're not. Right. And then he says, do you know how I got these scars? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> so, oh, wrong universe. Shit, <laughs> but where goblin says, listen, if you're with me, obviously like we could be weirdos together mm-hmm. taking over the world. Right. Because it's like, Hey, eventually we're just going to kill each other anyway. And I'm going to, and I, I'm going to kill thousands if you keep me alive or we don't work together. So like, you might as well do it. That's the easy way. So yeah, and so anyway, so we get to like, yes, yeah, so he wants to buy a car. He, 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 he's like, oh, I gotta get money. I'm gonna do this wrestling gig thing. And he's like, I'm the human spider. Bruce Campbell shows up. Mm-hmm. Brilliant cameo, I think. Yes. Uh, and you didn't remember that he was in these movies, right? No, I didn't. And I was, you, I was greatly surprised. I was like, did you know hell who, yeah. Did you know who else was in this movie when Peter is checking in? Octavia Spencer Octavia herself, Spencer. Yes. Oscar winner. <laughs> yeah, no, the, Octavia Spencer, she shows up for like <laughs> like 30 seconds. Well, because she wasn't check, big she back then. Says, What's I your guess, name? I guess not. No, she I, was just like one of those character actresses. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I looked up her filmography and it was like, oh yeah, she was, she was in movies, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But like, she wasn't leading or, you know what I mean? A household name at all. Exactly. So like, you know, he's fighting... 
Bonesaw himself. Bonesaw is ready. Three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. <laughs> What'd your boyfriend make you that suit? All right, uh, Toby McGuire, you're canceled. <laughs> canceled. No, I think well, people well, people give that scene too much shit, and I think it's just the fact that like, no, he's not homophobic. He's just trying to get under Bonesaw's yeah. skin. Like he's maybe hoping. Bonesaw is homophobic, and he's just like, he's ah, what, who did that uh, your your boyfriend, you know, uh, made that suit for you. He's trying to get under his skin. Or, he's not. Spider Man isn't necessarily homophobic. Or. Or he is. Bonesaw is gay and he's and Spider-Man knows that and he's like, hey, did you no I'm just asking. It's just a genuine question. Yeah. Bully no, McGuire. No, don't put don't put that shit on Bonesaw. <laughs> he might be gay. Why are you doing this to Bonesaw? He might be. And Spider-Man is just the like real hey. questions are being asked here. <laughs> Bro, is Bonesaw? Let's dive in. <laughs> hey, maybe Bonesaw's not ready. Exactly. To come out. And then he's like, hey, man, I'm not out yet. And then Tobey Maguire. I'm not ready. And then, then Tobey Maguire's like, oh, shit, my bad. I won't, <laughs> I won't say that again. And then he does it. So um, that's my, that's my, that's my, yeah. Yep. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, he, it's like, what is it? Like three minutes with him. And if you get it, you know, you get the money. So he stays in in the ring for three minutes he gets the money but it's like only a hundred bucks then this robber comes in steals uh the ring guy's money or whatever right and instead you know he has a choice either take him out or do the selfish petty thing it's like no let this robber go to in spite of that guy who just screwed you over peter One parker th- said a cab because the cop said why didn't you do anything and he said i missed the part where that's my problem exactly and that that scene hits because it's like you get it maybe you would do something like that if that mm-hmm. happened to you which is why it feels so real it's like yeah well missed the part where that, that's my problem and it's like whoa like once again, like a little bit selfish, and I like that. Mm-hmm. And then what Unfortunately, happens? Because of that decision, Uncle Ben dies. And so it's like, fuck, this was partially because of me because I was selfish. What do I do with this information now? So like, someone shot Uncle Ben. He's dead, and like, I gotta find the killer because once again, he's not ready yet to be completely selfless. So he finds him, and almost kills the guy. And, you know, fortunately, he trips on something and dies anyway. But, like, Very he was ready to kill that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was going to. He was. In, he had to. the intent to murder. And once again, you don't see that a lot in, in your superhero. Also, it's in a very scuzzy looking warehouse and peter because again he's not spider-man at this point yeah he's not spider-man he's the human spider like bruce campbell introduces him that sucks peter in that warehouse is again beating this guy up it's so emotionally charged it's like once again you get it you kind of you feel like maybe i would do that if i Mm? saw my uncle's murderer it's like once again it's so human in that way and the way Sam Raimi shoots it, you see Peter in very darker light in the shadows Mm -hmm. coming out, attacking this guy. But like he kind of is is taken aback a little. Like he had the chance to kill him, but instead Tobey Maguire, you know, Peter Parker's like, wait, you know? And, And once again, that's a really human moment. You know, like, did I take this too far? Okay, he's dead. What do I do now? And so with great power comes great responsibility is kind of his motto now, his creed. Like, I have to be more responsible. If I'm not, people I love will die. 
Yes. And so, you know, that's once again, it, it's an arc that makes sense. And so he's Spider-Man. He has the real suit. You know, we have the montage with the New Yorkers in, in an MCU movie. That would be the end of the first movie. But instead, we keep going, mm-hmm. you know, instead. No, there's a lot more story to tell. Green Goblin. Uh, you know, we had scenes before where like Willem Dafoe is, you know, he's a businessman. He's 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 you know, I, I need to, do, you know, do these experiments, you know, a human testing or whatever. And the you know, general and all those people are like, no, like we can't do that. And so he's like desperate. He's like, I have to do it. I, I know this is right. And so he does it himself, becomes the goblin, terrorizes the civilians. So we get to the parade scene. The, the the rubber <laughs> where they both suit up for the first time yeah the rubber floats uh yeah exactly and uh and you know we have our first kind of major action scene so, mm-hmm. yeah and and then we see also how slim thick goblin is in the suit because and also of, how very thick spider-man is true yeah, wait what was your guys issue with um the oh, yeah goblin right. suit? Oh, okay Harkening back to the hat point. Yeah, so it looks like a Power Ranger yeah. villain a little a little bit. But um kind of I don't in... I don't mind it so much. I, actually originally they were gonna have like a uh animatronic Pros- uh animatronic prosthetic mask that looked like the comic. Yeah, like an Beady, animatronic red expressive eyes. like mask, oh. you know, where it's like oh it just know. was too it was too much, much work. And also like you wouldn't be seeing Willem Dafoe no. for the rest of the movie. I think the suit's unique. I don't know. Like I, I remember that over like I don't know what villain has. You know what I mean? I don't know. And I think there it's are more certain iconic. points when the the goblin like takes his like uh, visit yeah. uh, eyes off or whatever, and you see like Willem Dafoe's eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a choice that Willem Dafoe wanted. Like, oh, can I have scenes where like you also actually, you actually see my eyes? There's also a mesh covering on the mouth where you obviously right. have the fangs. You can see his teeth. Yes. I think it's cool. I like it. So you you don't mind it? It stands oh, out thought... too. It's colorful. It's bright. I mean, that's yeah. true. You can't say that a lot about a lot of like villain suits. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I never thought that anybody had a had an issue with it. Because to me, maybe it's this is completely Some nostalgia. Do. I would have I like, would have liked it if maybe if if not maybe a mask, then just like his face. You know, like just Willem Dafoe's face green or whatever. Just do some prosthetics. Yeah, I think like the mask has its issues because then you don't see the windows of his souls as much. Once again, we have those scenes where he takes off the thing and we see his eyes. But like, I think if they show, if they did that like more, or like once again, we had like an opportunity to just see Willem Dafoe's face more, I think that maybe would have been better. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, so we, we have this big fight scene. It's so dynamic. It's so energized. The punches feel like you punch someone and they like go, they go off miles yeah. and miles away. It's great. It's so awesome. campy. It's so cartoony, but it works somehow. Like you're never like, this is too much. Super strength. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to see it. <laughs> Green Goblin goes away. He's like, I'll be back, Spider-Man. And you know, like it's so like campy, but like once again, you're like, yes. You know, you're like cheering on almost just like the uh, the by- bystanders are, or the, you know, the civilians are. We're getting the scenes with Kirsten Dunst and uh, Tobey Maguire. You know, I, I don't know if we mentioned it, but uh, we kind of did a little bit, but like when, you know, uh, she's at the uh, backyard and she has a troubled home life. We didn't mention that yet, but yes. like, mm-hmm. you know, was, her father's very abusive. Um, you know, she, and I'm sure that's part of the reason why she's so insecure. Like, oh, I have to be cool, like cool girl. You know, I can't Calm just, collector. I can't just be MJ. And so over the course of the movie in scenes, like when they're talking to each other in the backyard, it's like Tom McGuire, once again, is just so genuine. It made me tear up so much when he's just like, oh, I loved you in Cinderella. 
That was first grade, Peter. You know, and it's just like really comic cute, relief, really cute. too. Exactly, it's funny, done it's sweet. right. It's done right. No offense to the MCU, where it's just like, oh, we have to make a joke for the sake of a joke. Exactly. Like, I never thought that like Spider Man or anyone made like a quip that like undercut it a moment. Peter just asks a very genuine again, like any of us would in a conversation. Oh, what do you want to do in college? What college are you thinking about going to? Or, or you just sit there and say, wow, like this is just a very Again, another tender, grounded moment. And how many times have you like seen a scene like that in a superhero movie? Just someone asking, really? just someone asking someone, "What are you going to do when you graduate?" You don't get that anymore. You get, "Oh, where's the Tesseract?" <laughs> well, it's because it's like the Ultron will blow up the world and, in five seconds. Exactly. It's so exp- there's so many like exposition the stakes, scenes. The now. stakes are just in these more modern comic book movies as compared to Sam Raimi's films right and i love those mcu movies but i think like the better ones are you know are the better movies in in the universe are more about like hey are you okay (laughs) you know instead of hey we gotta defeat me after what okay to (laughs) to defend the marvel movies a little bit like i feel like and i i love the marvel movies yeah yeah, i do as well once you get because all right, so Spider Man in this movie is a very low, like ranking superhero. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's not an Avenger. Like I feel like once you grow as a superhero, the stakes become bigger. And it's like, look, That's I don't, true. I don't have time to ask you about what your interests are. Right. We have to save the world. You know what I mean? Just to defend. No, because I, agree. I get it. I get it. I I read somewhere that uh that Wolverine was supposed to be yep. that Hugh yes. Jackman. Yeah, Hugh yeah. Jackman was gonna show up. He was gonna have a cameo. Uh, they couldn't do it for whatever reason. I, I think, it, I, yeah, I think I read that um, they couldn't get the the suit or something like that. They couldn't get the suit for some reason. Because I think did Sam Raimi want Hunter an OG classic Wolverine suit for him? I'm or? not sure. All I know I is that they, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but uh, which is I I just thought that that was interesting because like oh were you guys tr- you guys were trying to make a little universe which is so here. funny too because when you look stylistically the way Sam Raimi shot these movies compared to some of the older X Men movies or the Fantastic Four as a little kid I said huh wouldn't it be cool if Tobey Maguire Hugh Jackman and the X Men and the Fantastic Four Chris Evans before he was Captain America might I say Johnny what Storm. Johnny Storm Oh, what wait. if they all team? The and then the, fo- flame. the real snap, baby. <laughs> yes, the real snap. snap. The OG Hunter's snap. right. The OG yeah. snap. You heard it here first. We cut to like tender moments, and then we cut to these hilarious J. Jonah Jameson moments. Pl- played J.K. Simmons, my king. Mm. Mm. State Farm. Uh, what State Farm, I, what baby. a chat. State Farm, baby. We love Get out. <laughs> you know the guy from There's the door, Parker. You mean the yellow M M&M? and M? Hey, he, he oh mm? yes, we love it. Oh, uh, that is an envelope. How many times have you heard that in the in the Regal movie theaters? Too many, <laughs> every single. But time. he's just perfect, <laughs> right? I mean, we can all you you know all unanimously agree that he's perfect. As Choose the scenery, but in the best exactly. way possible. It never feels like it's like too much. Talk about comic book accurate. Him as J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson is the best casting choice in any comic book movie, period. Which is why the, in the new ones, they're like, all right, let's just bring him in. <laughs> Which, again, at first I was confused. I said, huh? But then I realized, ooh, we got him back. Yeah, and everyone says how perfect it is, but it's true. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just like, it's just so effective. And he's just in a few scenes, you know, perfect amount. 
Uh, I think in the other ones too, two and three. Um, but like, yeah, he's just like fun, funny, and he has a little bit of heart to him. He doesn't rat out Peter. You know, when when Gobby is like, "Where do you get the pictures of Spider Man?" and and he's like, "I don't know." Like, I, some kid brought them yes, in. I really, I really love that. I was like, "Wow, you just made this character character like a hundred percent more." He's likeable. not one note, and even yes. though he is a cartoon character in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, like he's not just like I hate everything. Like he'll have moments of like. Of a you know of sympathy you yeah, know got, you, you feel for him and got a moral again obviously he's like a weirdo right like he, like he, obviously he's just like loud and obnoxious but like he he is kind of a good guy he's just mm-hmm. he's just misunderstood he really believes that Spider Man is a bad guy he isn't but like you can almost like understand like okay he's misunderstood like or or like you know he's just ignorant or it's like just, you know yeah it's that like stereotypical tabloid boss yeah. mindset of. This guy is evil. We must incriminate him. We need to make him look bad. And then it's so funny. The second one, Peter brings in the photos where he looks good. He goes, oh, like these photos look good. I mean, obviously he still hates Spider-Man. Still, like, he's a criminal. He's a thief. <laughs> but again, still ingrained in my head. Also, that mustache just glorious. I'll give you a Christmas ham. <laughs> yeah, the, the mu- so funny. Peter, <laughs> is that all I could get? The, mu- the mustache, the haircut. Everything, everything about him. Yeah, and he was bald. Like he, that's a wig. Which again, stylistically incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's like over the top, larger than life, but it still feels real, and it still feels like you're talking to a real guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then oh, sorry. Let me just run through mm-hmm. the people who were considered for uh, JJ. For JJ. Oh, you, you do you want to? Oh, I only know one. Which is Stan Lee, right? Stan yes. Lee was Stan Lee wanted to, incredible. and I think that would have been pretty good. This is perfect though, JK. But like, I would have liked uh, Stan Lee because he he well, has that kind of voice already. Um, so like, uh, we got Arlie Ermy, who's like the the general guy in a, a Full Metal Jacket. Yes, yes. Um, Hugh Laurie, and they considered him for I think the Amazing Spider-Man movies too. Um, I think he cool was gonna to maybe be in those ones. Uh. Michael Keaton, as we mentioned, Fred Ward, Bill Paxton, but yeah, Ooh. oh, Bill Paxton, Ooh, Bill Paxton would have been good. Yeah, yep, yeah. Put him in the Tim Burton version. Run it back, exactly. Print it. We can't, run, it. Spread it. run it. Run it. Run it. Print it. But yeah, I mean, like you know, so we're going through these scenes of like, yeah, uh, Spider Man versus Gobby. I forgot to mention this, but I did want to mention, um, and I don't know, it was such an interesting scene to me where when he like kind of drugs Spider-Man or knocks him out or whatever and brings him to the rooftop. The only thing that I could think of, I was like, bro, Goblin could have just took off his mask and knew who he was right then and there, but he didn't. And I was like, it's kind of yes. like it's kind of like Batman and Joker where like Gobby almost doesn't want to know. It, it, yeah, it adds to the surprise. Like, what a respect. I don't know. That's <laughs> like, he's a, a bad good guy, bro, but he's not a bad guy. Well, you know what I mean? It was, it was kind of what you were yeah. saying where it's yeah. like, oh, like, He's yeah, I don't know. Well, I thought that, that was even, very interesting. With the scenes before, like he uh Willem Dafoe plays so almost earnestly, not too earnest, but like a little bit earnestly earnestly about like, you know, Peter Parker, like, oh, like I have this other son, you know, I have a son, mm-hmm. uh uh James Franco, um, Harry Osborne, where it's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Peter, you just want to make it on your own, your own steam. I get it. And and it's like so like almost warm, but not too warm, where it's mm-hmm. like yeah, he favors Peter over his own son, which and is why you get why Harry kind of like is jealous. Yes, it's so good. Well, the, like, that, it's so good. Yeah, because even though like James Franco um, or uh, Harry Osborn is like a little shit kind of, but like you al- also get why he's that way. Oh yeah, is because his father, his whole life 
is like, I don't care much about you. And then with someone like Peter, he sees this kid, like this teenager literally has nothing. Again, his uncle just died and I want to help him. He's a billionaire. He could, he's like, all right, here's a couple of million. Buy a nice house. Use that to do a startup company or like get some job. And then also... And let's talk and more the, about James Franco. And then, as in, the, and then in the yeah, same yeah, yeah. vein, I was just going to say, in the same breath, he could say that to Peter, who isn't even his son. Then in the same exact breath, the exact same, or the, in the Thanksgiving dinner scene, right as he's leaving, when he says, oh, I have to go, I can't stay here, because that's when he realizes that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, Harry starts yelling at him. He says, hey, you haven't even met MJ yet. You didn't really get to know her, because right. again, they actually do end up together. So Hunter is right. They yeah. do win. Right. The, yeah. Later on the, the movie, Chad, yeah. he, wins. <laughs> he wins for a little. Yeah. Chad, he wins for a not teeny for bit. too long no, that's though. Where, that's He's kind of a bad boyfriend. <laughs> no, then, bro, that's where I turned the movie off. <laughs> then, <laughs> I said he won. Perfect. <laughs> Pause. Yeah, I didn't watch the rest Roll of the movie, credits. by the way. Yeah, no, 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 I got the resolution that I wanted. <laughs> and let's talk just a little bit more about James Franco. That, like, yeah, you know, he's probably not going to be in movies for a while. You know, there's mm-hmm. a bit of controversy, and then there was. A controversy, a controversy behind the scenes as well that Tobey Maguire and him didn't get along, and uh, it's I kind of a trend. That. James Franco didn't get along with a bunch of people in in his career, like during Freaks and Geeks. Uh, um, uh, uh, Tristan and Isolt. Did you get? Have you guys ever seen that movie? No, I have not. Um, it's no. kind of it's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet um, movie, but him and uh, Henry Cavill were in it, and they played kind of like best friends a little bit. Uh-huh. They didn't get along uh, either. Which is yeah. interesting. Bissy Phillips. Bissy Phillips. Um, and mm. James Franco didn't get along uh, during the filming of Freaks mm. and Geeks. And for and, and a little tidbit about James Franco and Tobey Maguire. So he was joking on set like, oh, you got like frog-like features, my dude. And so like, that's not a cool thing to say to someone. Um, and so like, you know, the, he was upset by that. And they, they had friction like throughout the whole like franchise, like filming the franchise. Well, it's yeah. Uh, translates to screen because again they don't yeah really they, they, you know what and like maybe it works that that resentment they have together well i know some with actually, each other james franco knew he was like i'm gonna piss hey, you if off i right get now. canceled later it's worth it because <laughs> <laughs> a little goblin came out <laughs> his, his, his goblin his little hobgoblin because <laughs> i know some actors, but he does a good job in the movie separate from oh all yeah, the, yeah. All the, just, yeah separate from all the controversy with him and everything you know he might be a bad to, guy he might not be but like he he works well as Harry Osborn. Yeah, which, and I, I I think it's like perfect casting for him. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I really like separating the art from the yeah, artist yeah. or whatever happened. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And it's but, hard, especially because I, I grew up with these movies. It's hard for me to like mm-hmm. completely just be like, no, fuck that performance. But like you know, so but like it's a good it's a good performance. It's, he captures that feeling of grief very well. Again, James that Franco. rage. Yeah, that rage. Yeah, because once again, he he's at the end of the movie, he's left confused. Like, what happened to my dad? you know mary jane left me like like all this stuff by the end of the movie you feel a little bit for him because like if you were in that position you'd be pissed off too oh if the, if this movie was called harry osborne it's a per, it's a perfect <laughs> it's a perfect movie it's like a it's like a perfect origin story for his character yeah and how, how you said like and regardless of how that character arc turns out to be we'll see in uh, spider-man see. 2 yes. and 3 we'll see if that works or not but it, it, but for, the, seeds, but like the setup said, the setup is good or the, yeah it's there and yeah, I don't know. James Franco sells it, and he's good. Oh, yeah. During the Willem Dafoe scene, so he has fake teeth. He has a dental uh, prosthetics for most of the movie, except for his reflection scenes. He takes that that prosthetic off, and he uses his real teeth. So when he's talking to himself as both 
um, Norman and Gabby. It's his real teeth to really sell the idea that like he's getting worse or he's getting crazier. I think that's interesting. Oh yeah, it's a, it's I a perfect perfect stylistic choice because you see like you know as every everybody's teeth like the imperfections a yeah. little bit. Like you know, you're you're going insane with him, which is why I love the performance yeah. so much. It's just like chaos. I love it. Aunt May gets attacked by Gobby. She gets right? attacked. Then Peter realizes because she real because Gobby realizes that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Attacks Aunt May. May's in the hospital. We have. The beautiful fucking scene where Mary Jane and and Peter Parker are talking to each other. And Mary Jane's like, I think I like Spider-Man. You know, oh, I know Spider-Man. Oh, what'd you say to him? Did you talk about me? I did. And he has this beautiful speech that's just so moving to me that it, I don't know about you, but like <laughs> got me to tears just because like you can tell like he's opening up Peter Parker, you know, to, you know, he's opening up his feelings about her. Not quite. Almost though. And it's like that kind of like mm. he's almost there that like you're almost on the edge of your seat and you're like teary eyed and you're like, oh, this is so like you you care so much about the romance in this movie. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the speech where it's like, oh, like, what did you say? Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that part reminded me of in Dear Evan Hansen, the She Said song. It's like, oh, that's what you're supposed to feel for that, but oh, you don't. Yeah. Exactly, thank you. <laughs> Dear Evan right? Hansen's like, Spider-Man. Yeah. Evan that's Hansen's Spider-Man? Yeah. Is Evan Hansen's, uh, is Evan Hansen Spider-Man? I just need to know. Bro, Maybe. Ben Platt. <laughs> ben but, Platt is well, Spider-Man. Ben Platt is Spider-Man, and I don't even know who plays that scene. Or, uh, 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 that scene. <laughs> but that's Ben Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Oh Lord, <laughs> bro! That's... Here's the real truth. <laughs> I'm Spider Man with a plan. No, he's Gobby. Oh, he's Goblin. <laughs> yeah, Ben Platt is Spider Man. He's Lin Manuel Miranda's Gobby. Very interesting. Spider Man, turn off the dark part too. Anyway, bro, that's that's a movie right there. I like that. With yeah, dude. That scene in the hospital. Me and Mary Jane, we're gonna have a hell of a time, <laughs> and I'm gonna make it rhyme. <laughs> Green Goblin took Mary Jane. We have that great scene with Aunt May and, and Peter Parker where Aunt May's like, oh, remember you were crushing on MJ, MJ and you were telling like, Aunt May, Aunt May, have you, is that an angel? And it's just like so cute. And so we get to the final scenes of like Gobby and Spider-Man, they're facing off. We, we talked before about like choose, you know, he chooses both, you know, just like any hero should. Like he does, he's not just like girlfriend, gotta save her. He does, you know, it, he, he chooses the the innocence too, not not just uh, the selfish thing. And so we get that beautiful final fight with Green Goblin and Spider-Man, where I th personally think it's one of the best third act fights of any superhero movie. Yeah, agreed. Because I I talked to you about uh, how I feel about like superhero movies at like the end fight. It's like, all right, I know what's going to happen. This one, I was thoroughly entertained. Right, because any other movie, it feels like stupid. Like, oh, they're just fighting for it. But it feels personal. Mm -hmm. You feel the punches. Stakes are high. The stakes are high personally. Because now the civilians are saved. Now it's just Gobby and Spidey. And it's just like, yeah, you feel everything they're saying to each other, every cruel thing, every heroic thing that Spider-Man says. You know, it's just like one, the back and forth is so good. Mm -hmm. It's also very visceral where- So like well directed. You, like you were saying too, how every punch 
feels brutal yeah. that it could be bone crushing yeah, and that you, it could you, go you, in anyone's saw, favor deep bone no saw. bone saw <laughs> also you know it would have been perfect if bone saw was there peter parker Tom mcguire so convincingly is like struggling and he's like you know holding on to the the goblin spear and so like you know he's struggling he's getting there and he and he defeats him and once again you feel it because it slowly gets that earned moment he wins the fight and then it becomes a conversation oh and we didn't talk about the iconic kiss scene which is so sexy and then peter <laughs> Wait, I just want to mention that. That that right there is an iconic like movie. Once again, we don't get moment. scenes like that anymore. All right, so we're we're finishing up the movie. We're, yeah. we're we have the final conversation. Goblin's trying to convince him, no, I'd be like a son to me. And 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 really he's like, I'm gonna kill you. You know, he's he behind his back, he has the thing ready, the spear. Um, and he proclaims that Uncle Ben is my father. I have a father. His name is Uncle Ben. His name is Ben Parker. And so once again, perfect conclusion to the arc of becoming selfless and not selfish anymore. Choosing who his father is. Ben Parker is my father. And so that proclamation pisses him off, Gabby. Almost tries to kill him. And then uh, the spear comes, Spider-Man does a flip. Oh. oh. Peter, don't, don't tell, tell Harry. Harry. But, which is a, such a great line I love yeah because once again it's a it's an interesting last line you kind of feel it's for real him. and it's you so see. real what i love about the ending is that yeah we talked about this before he gets to choose like mary jane's like i want to be with you peter and he's like i can't and he knows that he has to do the selfless thing and be spider-man and save others he can't just think about himself anymore he has this power now he has a duty a responsibility um and th finally the arc is complete you know Tobey Maguire so convincingly I think you know makes these decisions and has these moments where he's taken aback or you know he has moments of genuineness with the people around him and and finally yeah he decides I am Spider-Man but it's not necessarily a happy ending in a way that a lot of MCU movies end uh -huh. you know instead it's like a little haunting it's like the score brilliantly done by Danny Elfman, the final swing, the final moment of the movie, him swinging, it's like uplifting, inspiring, but also a little sad. Oh no, it's sad. It's sad. Like the funeral, I don't know, is so sad. I feel like. No, I mean the final swing. No, no, I know. It's haunting yeah. and sad, but also inspiring mm -hmm. and uplifting. Because he knows what he has to do, where he again has had to sacrifice so much personally, yep. but for the greater good of the city and his people, he's got to yeah. protect. Yeah. And Tobey Maguire, like, you know, just like uh, sells that, you know, so well. I have a few problems with the movie that I don't know if we we touched on. I think like, you know, there's some moments that maybe are a little much like, you know, like campy wise. I think maybe because like Goblin's plan is like all over the place. If that was there was a more concrete like plan, evil plan, maybe some other things in the movie would be a little bit more engaging. But this is like nitpicking. Mm -hmm. I think looking at it overall, the writing flows. Every, again, every tender moment, every brutal fight scene hits. It's really the textbook definition of an origin story for yeah. a hero. One of the best origin stories ever. Of all time. Yeah, yeah. The direction is phenomenal. I do agree with it. It could be a little campy in some sequences, but and again, I love the camp for the most part. It's, I think it's awesome. Again, it's nothing bad. It's not a, oh, I'd you cringe. I'd rather have camp Ugh. and like, and like, I don't know, a, a, a sincerity than like quips or like just like things that undercut moments like this mm -hmm. is like exactly what i want in yes. movies. toby mcguire i still feel personally i'm not again like i said these two will explore the whole multi the spider-verse mm. rather with these other actors portrayals and other characters 
I still think Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man. He is just so nuanced in his performance. He has such a dynamic range. You feel so badly for him. You see him struggle to become Spider-Man. And like in perfect origin story, like he's just such a charismatic, charming, and it's just such a warm movie too. It was such a, a warm performance. Same with Kirsten Dunst and well, Norman Osborn, maybe not like warm and like cuddly. It makes me, <laughs> it makes me warm in a different way. <laughs> makes me tingly. But so, uh, rating? I would say out of ten. Out of out a, of ten, uh, goblin uh, pumpkin bombs. Out of a ten, I would give this movie a very, very solid eight out of ten. Sweet, Hunter. <sighs> <laughs> oh man, you know, I think I'll give it like a nine out of ten. Um, I respect that. I, I mean, as nitpicky as I can be with like movies sometimes, you know, like a little nitpicker. I'm more of a nitpicker well, yeah, than you are. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But like when it all comes down to it, especially with superhero movies, all I want to do is have a good time and not feel that something's like forced. You know what I mean? I just want to have a, a good time. And with this movie, I have a freaking great time. And I feel like the acting is superb. The direction is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Nine out of ten. Great. Nine out of 10. I think it's so fun. It's funny. It's, but not like quippy funny. It's, it's sincere, but it's never like too much where it's forced or like melodramatic, you know, like you feel you, you feel inspired. There's just so much feelings. And I think that some superhero movies now lack that, lack heart, lack passion. Um, I don't know if this is my favorite Spider-Man. I do love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I don't know yet. I just don't know. Yep. Uh, but we'll figure out uh, well, uh, during the series, I guess. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a sh shameless plug. Uh, if you're watching or listening, uh, yeah, you can come back for more. Check us next out week across or the whenever spider -verse. A thwip, a thwip. Uh, but Shazam. Uh, Shazam. <laughs> go, web, go. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait let's do it. Mm -mm. <laughs> fly uh, <laughs> up up and away web but yeah uh nine out of ten i i love it it's it's fun and and it, and it makes you feel things it's dark too once again it ends on a melancholic note and uh one of my favorite origin movies i i'm excited to revisit these raimi movies and and to figure out you know is is toby mcguire the best i think he might be i don't know we'll see but i think he's he's great because he's it's simple, you know, like it's it's just just it's earnest and, and it's feel, goofy and he's not like, you know, playing up nerdy so much where it's like it's more just like, hey, like do you need help? You know, or like, hey, oh, you weren't waving at me. Whoops. You know, it's more like that than like just like, I don't know, a nerdy stereotype. It feels genuine, it feels earned, it feels like Spider-Man, and I love it. Yeah, no, that yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, it feels authentic. And I didn't know if I loved these movies back then. As a kid, I, I liked them for sure, but oh, I, I, I don't know if them. I would yeah, have said like, "Oh, these are my favorite superhero movies." Uh, I know at least for this one, yeah, it's one of my favorite superhero movies now, and I and I'm glad I revisited these before No Way Home because now it's like, yeah, I, I really appreciate these movies a lot more. Yeah, we love to see it. Um, we love to see it. Is that it? I think that's it. Uh, uh, so eight, nine, nine. Uh, Thank guys. you guys for listening. Thank you guys uh, so much for listening. <laughs> and uh, watching. And, and watching. watching. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah. If you watch our video, you'll know what we're doing. Yep. Um, so, uh, point. <laughs>
Thanks for uh, watching, for listening to our very first episode of NYC Actors Talk Spider-Man. Uh, tune in next week for Spider-Man 2. Um, and uh, in the coming weeks, we're going to once again cover all the Spider-Man movies. We're going to cover all of them in preparation for No Way Home. And then we'll review No Way Home. And uh, we are on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We have a website, NYC Actors Talk Film. We have an Instagram. That's right. Uh, NYC Actors Talk Film. Joey Dalton, thank you so much for the incredible artwork. I don't know if you can. Yeah, you could probably yeah, see it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's right just here. point at it. Yeah, it's yeah. seen pretty it's, well. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's enchanting. Um, and all I got to say now is um, me and Mary Jane, we're going to have a hell of a time. <laughs> Thanks for watching, folks. We're and listening. We're somewhat of a podcast ourselves. Bye-bye.